Hey, what's going on? This is Carlo at 4GQ TV doing a very special interview at MetroCon 2022 in Tampa at the Tampa Convention Center, and I am sitting next to Caleb Hiles. Hello, YouTuber, uh, voice actor, musician, writer. So I uh, do all kinds of things, but YouTube is the main thing I'm known for. I do a lot of covers of other people's music. Nice. How did you get started uh, doing that? Yeah, my mother, my, my parents were both very musical theater people. They, my, both my mom and dad went to college with some kind of musical theater thing they did. And I, uh, I just grew up around it. So my life was very surrounded by music and then also performing. So there was a natural inclination, I think, to want to be on a stage or in front of a camera or just performing with friends, you know, just, just kind of being... A, a little bit more over the top, you know? It's called a clown throughout most of uh, elementary school. So uh, that's how it started. And then when the video cameras came along and then uploading to YouTube or Google Video came along, it was a very natural, uh, natural progression to do that. So that's how it started. When did you start on YouTube? How many years has it been? If we're looking at when I just started, started, not with, a, it, you know, like I hopped on the platform, 2005. Like, right as it came along, near the tail end, or maybe it's 2006, but we hopped right on. My brother and I both love making videos. We did that. We were on Google Video prior to that because they had their own platform, and YouTube, when they weren't bought by Google, was their own thing. So we uploaded on Google Video since 2002, um, and then YouTube came along, and we jumped on them just because we were like, oh, YouTube's the new thing. Let's do it. But, and mind you, we're like 11 and 12, so this was like, you know, children. Um, but... YouTube had a lot of limitations when it first started. You know, not long, you couldn't have long videos. You, you, the, the quality wasn't as good as Google Video. Um, and by that, I mean, like, they don't upload in 480p. So it was, like, really not that great. Um, but that was when we started. We're talking about professionally, like, actually trying to make it a career. 2015. So it, that's about when I, like, hunkered down because I had a couple of videos at the time. The term made was more impactful, uh, but I had a couple videos go viral, and so operated like, okay, I might have an audience that's paying attention, so let me try to get stuff out. So 2015 is about when it was professional. What was the first video that you did that you saw numbers increase on? You're like, oh, I have something here. Yeah, uh, I did a cover of Let It Go from Disney's Frozen back in 2014, and that went, that Viral back then was defined as a million views in two weeks. Uh, that, that's debatable, but that's what the general understanding was. So had a video that went, that got a million views in two weeks, and it was sharing more than anything else I'd had. It was being distributed on Facebook. It got put in a bunch of top ten lists for Time Magazine and Rolling Stone, and it was like, this is crazy. You know, it was just a nuts moment. Um, and so I took the opportunity and because people were asking, well, sing this other stuff. And it was a Disney song, so they wanted more Disney. So that was the first video that started really getting some traction and just said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. I'm going to try to see what I can do to make this a thing. Because at that point, I'd done community theater. I was in a choir. I'd, I'd done things. I'd done amateur voice acting. I'd done things to try and perform and be out there and be seen. So that was like, okay, this is a shot. So took it, ran with it. And uh, it was uh, like at least three years of kind of grinding at it to, to have it start making money. Um, so that's about Let It Go was when things were taken off. And I was like, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to try to make it happen. How many hours do you have to dedicate, would you say, to YouTube per week? 
Uh, dedicate per week. It used to be a lot, lot more. Uh, but now it's not that I don't work as much. It's that my work goes to other creative endeavors outside of YouTube. So YouTube used to take a lot of time because it was the main thing I was doing. But now I'm trying to do more voice acting. I'm writing for other projects. I'm singing in other people's projects. Um, I'm writing stories. I'm working on my own original music. So YouTube has become somewhat of the, like, it was my main gig. It still technically is the breadwinner. But a lot of my energy right now is being put towards other projects that I would want to eventually get more attention than what I've done on YouTube. I love what I do on YouTube. I always have. But there are other interests of mine that I would love to get some attention and, and, and hopefully be seen by just as many people that have seen my covers. So you mentioned voice acting and writing. Um, can mm -hmm. you tell us some of the roles that you have voice acting in? Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, right now I've done a couple of original animations. I'm in this uh, kid's cartoon called Bjorn the Last Unicorn, and I voice Bjorn, and that's really special. Uh, there's a couple of upcoming animated projects that are all independently run by brand new studios, and I, it's not that I don't even know if I can talk about them or not, so I'm just like, I'll just leave them be. But I was thankful enough to be able to sing in some video games and anime as I sang in the latest season of Made in Abyss, and I've sung for Ruby, and I sang for the video game The Pathless, and I've sung for Nintendo and some of their online content. So it's been really neat to do this on a professional level. One, because you're just when you are on YouTube and you're an independent creator, you answer to yourself on all things. If it's a good idea, the quality control of the thing you're making. So all of a sudden when you put it in front, someone else is asking you to do it and you're answering to them. You're like, you're never certain if it's good. You're never, because you're, you can think it's good, but you're never quite certain until you get the green light. And even then when they give you the green light and they're like, this, this is good, you're like, I think you're settling. I don't, I don't know. I think, I think you might be lying to me. So it's, it's really neat, and I'm grateful to have the opportunity. I'm just trying to push through like any anxiousness about how people, like if anyone's pulling the wool over my eyes, I'm like, okay, they want me because I'm good. And it's like, all right, just do the thing and do it well. So hoping to do more projects, continuing to do the ones I have right now, because um, I would love for that to be a mainstay. Has there been anyone in your career with voice acting or anyone else that you've met along the way that you were surprised to meet or surprised excited to meet? Excited to meet. Um, there's been a handful. I, you know, I'm here at MetroCon at this convention, and it's an anime convention through and through. And I grew up watching a ton of anime. I love anime. <laughs> it was sort of like a, the nerdy thing back in 2008 to love and grew up watching Pokemon and Dragon Ball and uh, Sailor Moon. So getting to meet a ton of the producers of those shows over the years of touring at conventions, uh, getting to meet composers that I've loved, getting to meet voice actors. It's, it's really, now that I'm in it and I've done this and I've been brought in as industry, the, the sort of the, the, the rose-tinted glasses have been pulled off, but for a while there, just getting to meet everybody in the stuff that I loved, anime and video games. I got to go to E3 in 2008 and 2009, and that was just insane. Like, I, I can't even... I wish I could go back. I, want, I think they're doing E3 next year. I think they are. We'll it see. Is, it is coming back. Okay. I hope they don't cancel it, and I hope I get to go, because I loved it so much. Um, but, yeah, uh, I got to meet and hang out with Zach Callison of Steven Universe fame for a while, and he's a really great dude and uh, just a super compassionate and an incredible musician. I got to meet Jack Conti, the uh, creator of Patreon, and I created a Patreon. It was one of the things that 
allowed me, enabled me to be on the to be an independent artist, and I got to perform with his band. So it, it's just there's so many others over the years that I think I've probably just forgotten um, because life just feels like a like a like a lightning bolt at the moment. So those are the ones I'm thinking of right now that were like kind of shocking. You know, if I sit and think about it for a bit. Okay. Well, um, just because of time reasons. Sure, sure, two, sure. Like, two last questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the questions I had was that I know that when you get into voice acting and, and do different things like that, um, it's been a challenge these past few years because of, you know, world events. So did you have to create a home studio or did you still go to studios? You know, it's interesting when it, in, in relation to that. I, I'd always worked from home. I've always recorded from home um, because when you're an independent creator, you know, I mean, you might be in an area where you might live in an area with a studio that you can rent out and has equipment. Um, but for a lot of people, they don't have that. They don't have somewhere they can go, so they have to create a space on their own. And so when the pandemic hit and we were at home, it was, I was already kind of ready to go. I was locked and loaded. I had a, a, a portable isolation booth, um, which wasn't the one with the door. It's actually a corner in my room that's been, that's been soundproofed. Uh, I just walk in the area. There's no, no uh, door. But even the room itself has some, some acoustic foam, and it's treated, and the microphone I use is naturally soundproofing. So I, was, I didn't have to make a ton of adjustments, thankfully. But I also wasn't doing anything. And I was doing my music at that point. I was doing, I'm still doing a lot of professional music, and it works. For voice acting, you know, that's the kind of stuff where I was like, okay, we should go to a studio because they got, they have incredible microphones, perfect soundproofing, and when it comes to, you know, television, it's gotta be, you know, no questions asked has to be perfect. So, I uh, for those things, yes, travel. But my home studio, I've made upgrades because uh, you need to, and that's where we're at. In fact, I'm still probably gonna make more upgrades because there's projects I want to do in other places that are remote. And they're looking for better quality. So, yeah, I'm sort of going to fall in industry line with that one. Nice. Well, the last question I have for you, and this is something that we ask everyone that we do interviews with, especially Marvel and Disney interviews. Yeah. Um, and so it's a fun question for a lot of them because a lot of them are either, you know, Chicago, Los Angeles, New mm-hmm, York. Mm-hmm. And we always ask, do you like pineapple on pizza? Do I like pineapple on pizza? I don't have a divisive divisive opinion on pineapple on pizza i i i can see do i could i could like filibuster about food forever because i love talking about food it's one of my favorite things in existence i live to eat um it's not the other way around and but okay pineapple on pizza is fine it's fine to me i don't particularly love it i don't i wouldn't seek it out there are so many other better options um I think people like the contrast because usually it's with ham, and ham is very salty. Um, it's also a little naturally sweet, but but it's very salty. And pineapple is like, when it's good, it's sickeningly sweet. It's a, such a sweet, ve- a sweet vegetable. Wow, sweet fruit. So I think people like the contrast of the sweet and salty. The thing that that, and I think they just like that. By the way, pineapple, ham, rice, phenomenal. Like insanely good. Fried rice, like so 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 good. The thing that I'm like, I don't even think it's necessary, it's the cheese. The cheese is like the weird where you divide people. When you put the cheese in there, I don't think they disagree. They just don't play well together like peanut butter and jelly. They're just things that don't hate each other. They're, they're food combinations that don't dislike each other, and that's cheese and ham and pineapple. They don't hate each other. I just don't think they marry. 
Awesome. They're like they're like acquaintances. You know, <laughs> I talked about that more than any other answer. But yeah. yes, that's how I've, I've thought about it a lot. Uh, you know, I, ha I happen to agree with uh, with you on that one. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight somebody if they like it. You know, it's just is are we fighting? <laughs> but, it's, but it is like. I don't know, it's fine. I just wouldn't do it. Like, there's meat lovers out there. There's, like, Supreme Pizzas. There's thin crust. Like, why? Broccoli cheese. On the on the pizza? White pizza, broccoli cheese. Oh, oh, oh. See, see, I was thinking broccoli cheese, and I'm thinking of that green giant microwavable bag that has, like, the cheddar sauce on it. And I was like, ew, on the pizza? Oh, no, no, but with white sauce and, like, nicely grilled broccoli and, like, little pieces of it, not, like, thick chunk. Like, yeah, okay, I got yeah. you. I got you. Yeah, specially pizza, always. Always. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you very much for your time of on course. this interview because I know that you're doing a lot here at MetroCon, uh, which if you watch this interview and you have time to get here, come here. Yes, it's awesome. Definitely. They make curated events. The staff here is incredible. Um, it's like it's a nice mid-sized to large con. So if you're looking for an introductory convention, this is a great one to go to. And it's not just for people who like anime. It really isn't. They have a lot of cool things going on. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. Of course, thank you. And enjoy the rest of your day. I will, I will. I'll see you all around.